0: All right, guys, thank you for coming back to another episode of the One More Idea podcast. This is Michael Moore here. I'm Mike DeLuna. And, you know, we always kick this off with that quote by Thomas Edison, that awesome life-changing quote. I have not failed. I found 10,000 ways that won't work, and all he needed was just like this airplane. Lifting off that idea, the breakthrough idea. So today we have an awesome episode in store for you guys. And make sure to hit like, uh, subscribe, and on on YouTube. If you're watching yeah. on YouTube, there's that like button down below. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, drop a comment. You know, yeah. follow us on Facebook, follow us on Spotify, follow us on iTunes. Whatever works the best for you. But be sure to follow us, you guys, because we we want to help y'all with great life-changing ideas so that yeah. you can uh, take that 10,000 number and yeah. have that 10,001, which is the light bulb. Aha! invention that you need. Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's it. That's good, man. So uh, I've had actually some really good feedback from um, other... I kind of sort of direct traffic, like when people are somewhat having a bad day or they're just like, man, I just feel like I'm in a rut or I've hit my ceiling. So I do send them to the podcast and I've had some really good feedback from just some encouraging uh, ideas that came across their mind. Because again, like Michael said, the goal is to at least get one more idea and if you can get one more idea out of every podcast man how much better would you be at the end of the year you know so anyway and and another thing is that i always like to get feedback so like he said comment because what if there's something that maybe you would like for us to touch on and uh we could do the research for you man so that's what it's all about so we appreciate the viewers and listeners
0: yeah so why don't we move on to our idea blitz yeah think you had something planned I had
1: something but you know before I get to that I wanted to say something that's uh, I was listening to a podcast myself and the guy was uh, talking a little bit about daylight savings time which is this weekend if you don't know it's coming up so it's uh the 13th is this weekend right i think it's the 13th yeah Yeah, so so you have Um, to yeah you have the move sunday right yeah so you fall forward so basically you get an extra hour of or extra hour or two of daylight and so i used to dread when i was a lot younger like oh man like i like the extra hour sleep but then the funny thing about it is as i started working in in the people business where um you know an extra hour or two means i can make more connections more relationships for me at work, you know, I can probably, I can, you can stay out later without safety issues or worrying about if there's lights on at a, at a house that you're showing. And so I just thought that I would throw that out there because, like, some people literally are saying that they lose an hour of sleep, but there are other people that are saying, but I gained so much more daylight and I could do so much more with it. So are you a, a fallback guy or are you a um, daylight savings guy? Like, are you looking forward to the extra time?
0: Oh, that's – I like when I get a little bit more sleep. (laughs) Yeah. So, which one is that? I get a mixture. I get them mixed up. That's in the fall where (laughs)
1: you, like, fall backwards. So, that way, like, it's dark at, like, 5 o'clock or 5.30 or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. (laughs) I I just – I kind of take it a day at a time. Yeah. And, you know – Live in the moment. And when – I think I I just, like I said, I think I like it when I have a little bit more time in the day, which I think is what that's rooted in. The farmers just wanted a little more time to do their work. That's good. And that's kind of, you know, it's a little more time before it gets dark to spend time with the family, to work, to do projects, to do stuff. And I'm I'm a doer. Okay. You know, Um, well, good. But at the same time, I kind of do like. Going to sleep early because I'm most productive in the morning. Okay. So maybe I do like it when I have more time in the morning. I mm-hmm. I don't know, Mike. Yeah. I don't a, know. That's, that's
1: yeah. a, it's a toss up, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, so well for those out there again, such you know you got to go forward, but at least the good the good side is that you have a lot more time before the sun goes down on you. So, uh, but what I really wanted to talk talk about was on my mind a lot is consistency. And Michael and I were talking about um how we are consistent at doing the podcast whether we have one viewer or a million viewers we're still consistent we show up we 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 study the material or you know we just kind of let our creative juices flow but i wanted to talk about consistency um mm. and the way this was set up it was a someone i talked to yesterday who said that their advertising is not working they were like man i've been working hard at getting new clients and it's just not working and i said okay well let's talk about what you do to advertise and she said, "Well, you know, I do some ads, I do some Facebook marketing, you know, uh, I've had a, a a newspaper ad or whatnot." And I said, "Well, how long have you have you done this campaign?" And she goes, "Since January." And you know, we're sitting here at March, you know. And I was like, "Well," and this is where the idea of consistency came in. Like, I said, "I think you're throwing it in the towel a little too soon. I mean, you you can't expect to start something now, and and it just be, you know." immensely successful there are some times where you just get lucky but on average consistency is the key to growth so i wanted to start off the show about michael and i are going to get some ideas on how can we be more consistent with things and how can you you know what are some what are some tips on that and i'm going to start off by saying the first thing and everything that i ever talk about always starts with mindset i think you have to determine be determined that you're going to be consistent and and be determined that you're not going to give up on it. You're going to say, I'm going to give this a full year and see what happens within the year. And then after the year, I'm going to go back and analyze what worked, what didn't work. And I'm going to kind of change lanes. I'm going to kind of revise my plan for the for the next course of action. So, number one, I would say you have to make it up in your mind that you're going to be consistent.
0: I think <clears throat> I'm I'm always thinking like, uh, a lot of people don't like change and mm. I've just, I've seen it a lot. You, we always see people in life that we're doing life with. They just are on the, on the path and this, the same path. They're consistently doing this. Everybody's <laughs> consistently doing something, something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think like with what you're talking about, you're not just talking about being consistent. You're t- in, in, in like. You're talking about being consistent with the right things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Everybody has a life pattern. And my two cents with everything that you're saying is that I think it's important. And I I remember when I heard this concept to take a step back. Mm. I was in college uh, and I had to take an academic probation class because I just wasn't. Uh, scholarly. I wasn't book smart. I I wasn't in like a book nook. I didn't, I didn't do that kind of stuff growing up. I didn't have the patience. Right. Right. So I landed in an academic probation situation. Um, and I had to take this class and the teacher was talking about in life, there's different stages that we get in. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that you constantly take a step back and look at yourself and ask yourself those hard questions Am I consistent? Like something like this. Am I consistent? Okay, yes. Am I consistent in the right things? And then start looking at the things that you're consistent in. Well, I consistently buy, you know, coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I consistently, you know, um, am real. Well, let's let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. How are you real? What are you real about? Is Is it like you're being real or do you bring negativity to situations and not positive? Are you consistently shooting people down in their ideas and playing devil's advocate constantly, nonstop. Mm -hmm. Do you ever consistently encourage people? Oh, you don't. That's a positive consistency that you should start implementing. And there's consistent habits that we have. You know, look at your habits. What are you consistently eating? I think the list goes on and on. And then when you apply it to like business, what are you consistently doing? Like with my barbecue business, Mm -hmm. I'm not consistently posting on social media And I get that. And Mm. I know that about myself. And it's a goal that I have to do that. But right now, I'm focusing on a certain financial area. And that's like, if I don't even have all the pieces of the business yet, I can't really consistently focus on something like what you focus on grows. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can't focus on that if I don't even have a location. You know what I mean? So I need to focus on getting my food truck actually physically – with me, and there's some finances, so with that, you have to kind of prioritize what your focus is, and I say all that to say, like, with the marketing, Mm -hmm. you know, this person, they need to really take a step back. Like I was saying, there's that word again. Yeah. And look at what they are consistently focusing on. Okay. And if they're consistently focusing on the wrong things, mm-hmm. that maybe marketing isn't what they need to focus on. If marketing isn't working, maybe they need more staff. Maybe they need to hire somebody who is going to do marketing, who's, you know, experienced in it, who gets it. Kind of like we talked about in yeah. one of our episodes. Pay somebody to mow your lawn for you because they're yeah. good at it. They know how to do it. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, well, that, and that, that brings me to uh, an idea is, you know, I was telling you about The Big Leap, that book I was reading, where it talks about operating in four different levels. And one of the levels that leaders operate in that they really should stay out of is the level of incompetence. And so there are times where, like, we we fi- we feel like, and the reason why we stay in the level of incompetence is because we want to save a dollar or two. And I'll give you an example, like what Michael was saying, like maybe I should pay a marketing person because a marketing person does this for a living. So they may be able to bring me more leads than my social media post or my, you know, idea of marketing. And I've seen it before. I've seen some really bad things on social media and like, wow, you're professional, but, you know, this doesn't look very professional, in my opinion, and maybe they think it is. But a marketing person could make it look so much better and maybe attract more business And yes, you have to pay for it, but the mindset of some people is that, well, I could do it myself and save that dollar, but the problem is is that you're operating in the level of incompetence, which is not good. So I'm gonna say this based on what Michael said, and I'm gonna kind of tee us up for our big idea today. But I think part of being um, consistent is making sure that what you're consistent in is being evaluated by someone that you actually look up to or somebody that is a mentor and i say that because like how do you know or don't know if if those habits or the consistency is actually going to lead you to that next level or not if you're not talking to somebody that's already at that level and so i i think that's a good like kind of uh walk walk into what we're going to be really talking about today which i'll let michael introduce his big idea but i think um i think that it's going to be really really impactful so anyway yeah. So if you want to jump on on
0: yeah, that, man. I had one more blitz idea sure, to add yeah. to all this. I just had it. At, we have Google right here. Mm-hmm. And I just want to show... I always like to show the power of mm-hmm. the Internet. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I just had this idea, breakthrough ideas. Mm-hmm. So here's three ways to systematically come up with breakthrough ideas. Imagination. Okay? Uh, you know, just... Like brainstorming. This this is exactly how Einstein developed his theory of relativity. Mm-hmm. He, he used to imagine what it would be like to travel alongside a light beam. And from this thought experiment uh, came about one of the most profound and innovative breakthrough in science, the theory of relativity. Wow. It came from imagination. Imagining, hey, what would it be like to travel by yeah. a light beam? You know? <laughs> yeah. Insight. Inside is the capacity to gain an accurate and deep understanding of someone or something. Oh wow! So, uh, and then the last one: challenging assumptions, which I think ties in yeah. to what I was talking about a second ago, like challenging our own assumptions, especially uh, in business. This is our area, which is totally in our control. Wow! Okay, so so here's a bunch of questions that I'll just throw out there, and then I'll transition. Us. Okay, okay, yeah, no, that's good. So, what do we think about our customers? Is that true? Uh, What would it mean if we were to do the same thing, but on a 10x or 25x scale? Mm. So maybe the problem with that marketing person or me is that, you know, I am doing Facebook posts. Like Grant Cardone, he was like, you know what? I'm going to do a tweet every 30 seconds (laughs) (laughs) or whatever, just constantly, nonstop. And it worked out really well for him. And then here's the last one. Uh, What would we do if the top 10% of our customers stopped stopped giving us business? Mm -hmm. Which I think is a good one. Wow. So... That'll kind of segue us into uh, the big idea, which is mentorship. Yeah. Okay, that's the big idea. You know, Paul in the Bible, he says, imitate me. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think there's a reason why he says that. Jesus said, uh, follow me and I'll make you fisher of men. Yeah. You know, he he chose his disciples, his followers. You know, uh, Luke Skywalker had Yoda. Yoda taught him how to be, you know, a... um, a jedi yeah right yeah yes. even darth vader darth vader had the the darth sit whoever he yeah, was you know right right um so huh. it, in history even it, it, you know we see all these mentors and we see even personally i wouldn't be who i am yeah if there wasn't people that i sought out to ask them how did you do that and will you teach me you know like with guitar that yeah. was one of the greatest things i learned mm-hmm. don't be intimidated be uh Motivated. Yeah. Right. That was one of our old episodes. Don't be intimidated. Be motivated. Right. And when you see somebody who's doing something better than you, ask them, can you show me how to do that? And man, you would not believe like people are so ready and willing to give you what they have. Okay. Some people aren't. And those are people that you just know, okay, I'll find somebody who is because they're out there. There's more people who are willing to share with you. Like, let me ask you this if I came up to you and I said, man, Mike, you were just so good yeah. at real estate and mm-hmm. finances in that realm. Uh, could you please just share, share like I admire that about you. Okay, yeah. and that's key. Yeah. I admire that about mm-hmm. you. Could you show me how to do some of that? What, how does that make you feel?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I'll answer your question real quick. So it's it makes you feel like you're honored, you're privileged. It's um, it's a good feeling of you know I've arrived. But I'll say this: being that as I get older in life, my mindset has shifted more to, and I think this is a natural progression, but it's shifted more from me, like wanting to uncover things for myself. And now what I look to do is to teach the younger generation how to do things that have started becoming more of second nature or even natural to me. So so I think that most people, and I said this the other day, just it just came out of my mouth, I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, I think that every most people want to are they want to be good people. Most people want to do the right thing. Uh it was it was actually a police officer friend of mine and we were talking about crime and I said, Honestly, I just think that people are just naturally want to be good. There's some things that throw they throw you off. Decisions are one. Bad decisions usually are what it is, but but and in and as you learn a trait or you, you master something the natural progression is to teach it. I mean, I think about Br- like Bruce Lee is a good person that comes to mind because Bruce Lee, he he in- invented a new type of martial arts. And then what, what was the first thing that he wanted to do? He wanted to teach it. He wanted to teach it even though culturally it was looked down upon. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, you can't share this. This is stuff that came from our ancient masters and there's no way you should be sharing this with anybody. But he did it anyway because he had a passion to share what he was good at. That's so good. When you're good at something, you want everybody else to be good at something. And usually it's what you're good at because that's what you know. So, I, man, the mentorship, this is like really striking a nerve because at my job, I, this is what I do. I am a mentor. And in life, this is what I do. I am a mentor. But it does not stop me from seeking that person that can pour into me as well because that's how I feel like I get to the next level.
0: That's so good. <clears throat> I want to share some statistics with you guys. Okay. Uh there's a website called the mentor coach foundation.org. If you want to check it out, yeah. I just um Write just found this the mentor coach foundation.org. So general mentoring statistics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seventy one percent of Fortune five hundred companies have mentoring programs. That's a high number. Wow. Of that those of those with a mentor. say they are valuable. Yet only, and this is shocking, only 30% of professionals have a mentor. So I just go back to the Fortune 500. Top businesses in the world, right? They're the Fortune 500 for a reason. 71% have mentoring programs, but only 37% of professionals have a mentor. So of that 37%, how you know how high level of performers are they It's kind of like it just 89% of those who have uh, been mentored also go on to mentor others mhm so it's like when you're mentored you mentor other people it's like the good that that you put out so if i were to mentor you or if i were to mentor somebody there's a high chance that i'm not only impacting that person but the butterfly effect i'm now in, impacting another person who's impacting another person who's impacting another person Okay, which is a really cool thought. Mm -hmm. So career development statistics. 25% of employees who enrolled in a mentoring program had a salary grade change. Mm. That's cool. Only 5% of workers uh, who did not participate um, compared to only 5% who did not participate. So that's a pretty big number. 25% got it. Who who had mentored, 5% didn't get mentorship but they still got it so that's like and i would go as far as to say that five percent they didn't have a mentorship program through the company but they were probably mentored somewhere else that's my belief um so i'm just going to skip around some of the big percentages 89 percent of those with mentors believe their colleagues value their work Compared with 75% who do not have mentors. Hmm. 87% of mentors and mentees feel empowered by their mentoring relationships and have developed greater confidence. So do you lack confidence? Maybe it's time that you get a mentor so you have more confidence, right? Because mm. somebody has showed you and you believe, not, not only do you believe in yourself, but you have somebody who believes and supports you. Mm-hmm. So uh, millennial mentoring statistics, 79% of millennials see mentoring as a crucial to their career success. Wow. 63% of millennials say their leadership skills are not fully being developed, um, And what's shocking is that Millennials will comprise more than 75% of the workforce by 2025. Yeah. Millennials intending to stay with their organization for more than five years are twice as likely to have a mentor than not. So that's 68% versus 32%. And it just, it builds from there. So, um, and here's some uh, mentoring for diversity statistics mentoring programs boosted minority representation at the management level from 9% to 24%. So is it is it kind of tough for you with your diversity background to navigate, you know, the business field? Mentoring can help you navigate that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, let's see. Women are more likely to have a mentor than men. That's 54% versus 80, uh, 48%. Mm-hmm. And 38% of female employees, this is the last one I'll say, in companies that have at least 30% women on their board who have exposure to senior mentors believe that they will make it to the board themselves compared with 21% of women uh, from companies under 30% target. So wow, just a lot of, you know, why do I do statistics? I think it's important to, to numbers don't lie okay numbers yeah. don't lie yeah and this is we're talking about a majority I don't know how many people if you want now uh, this I have seen this website before I think man I may have even talked about it on this podcast yeah. or the brightside podcast right. my old yeah. podcast mm-hmm. I know I've seen this website before and they this is a website that you can get mentoring from it's the mentor coach foundation org mm-hmm. but you can simply find somebody who's in a place that you want to be and look at all the spokes of their life. And if you want to know what I'm talking about with spokes, go two episodes back. Yeah. You know, yeah. or go start all the way at the beginning and catch up. Yeah. Because we talk about the dashboard. We talk oh, yeah. about the spokes of life. Yeah. And how do you know if somebody's a good mentor? Well, what is their spiritual walk like? What what is their relational social walk like? Their marriage? What are their finances like? What's their education like? What like what's their health like? You know, um, What's that? You always say, I would never take advice from somebody. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't trade my life with. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think that's great.
0: That's yeah. what is the criteria for having a mentor And here? And I want to go a step further yeah. and then we can really unpackage this. Okay. That's cool. I, I just want to give you guys because everybody who's successful that I've ever heard of and um it's very 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 rare. I I mean, I've never heard of anybody who's at a very top level who hasn't had some kind of mentor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The biggest breakthrough person you can think of mm-hmm. um has probably always had a mentor. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. You know who's who's mentored him? Who's that? Steve Jobs. Oh wow. Um let's see Mother Teresa. Father Michael van der Preet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Pete, mentor. That guy. Yeah. Um let's see Bill Gates Mm -hmm. uh, was mentored by Warren Buffett. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, J.J. Abrams. Do you know who that guy is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was mentored by Steven Spielberg. Wow. Let's see. Let's keep going. Barack Obama Obama
1: Mm -hmm. was
0: mentored by Michelle Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry Potter Professor Dumbledore Wow So I mean the list goes on Yeah You know And we were talking about Like Luke Skywalker yeah, and Yoda, yeah He's got Every And you see it all the time There's a reason why We always see it in movies We always see it in stories Every hero Okay It's like the story of a hero Every mm-hmm. hero Has a Yoda Yeah Wow. Every every big achievement by a person, you can always root it back to like that butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Well, this person was influenced by this person, was influenced by this person, this person, this person, this person, and then it goes forward past that person. Well, because this person was influenced by this person and all that lineage of influencers, now they have influenced this person who is going to make a difference by influencing all these other people. So Yeah.
1: Man, that's good. That's good go, stuff. So, for one, I, I love statistics because numbers don't lie. Uh, everything else can be, you know, inflated or deflated. and But numbers tell the truth. And they the, the story here is that, you know, mentorship to me obviously is a way to get you to the next level. And it's a way for you personally to give back if you are at a specific level. But I want to just say this. Why do... You know if this is so important why do more people not become mentors and my opinion is is what I was listening to on the way here is a book that talks about living a life of scarcity and it was talking about that we have to get out of the mindset that there's not enough out there and what a great time to talk about this conversation when when we look at the gas pumps, man, and mm. it's it's pushing $5 a gallon, you know, and I've been making a lot of jokes about it, you know, just, you know, sooner or later, you're going to have to like watch the TV from the gas pump because <laughs> you don't have enough money for cable. So, but in, in all reality, this, this is basically giving me some insight that, you know, people walk around in fear of not having enough sometimes. And there are some people that have great So I'm challenging you guys. There are some people out there that have some amazing stories, great wisdom. Um, They've been through some things that can help others, you know, kind of get through their situations. But for some reason, and I've heard this in conversation, but if I share those ideas with someone else, then they're going to be better than me. They're going to maybe in in a uh, very competitive work environment, if I share with them these ideas of success, what if they take those ideas and and outperform me what if they take my clients like i've heard this in conversation and here's the thing the truth is is that there's there is enough out there like if you live in a land of abundance where you know there's enough there's enough there's enough deals there's enough gas there's enough resources you know we we have to get out of that mindset of scarcity because i think that's what keeps some people from sharing these amazing ideas with others because they're scared that there's not enough for them if this student or this mentee actually blows up so let's go back to the to the zuckerberg what if steve jobs was hesitant because he thought man this kid's sharp and he might actually take over the whole world one day <laughs> and and what what is that going to where's that going to leave me Steve Jobs did not look at it that way. He saw his potential and he said, I want to pour into this guy because if I can have a little percent of him being who he's going to be anyway, with or without you, then, wow, you know, how impactful is that? And I'm going to end my, what I have to say was I was watching a show, it was called All American, it's a little thing on Netflix, and um, the one of the guys, uh, they're, both, they're all football players, and one of the guys was injured. And the dad was complaining and fussing at this other guy that was training his son because he sh- he wasn't supposed to have any type of uh, sports activity. And he told the dad, he goes, look, he was going to do this with or without me. I wanted yeah. to do it with him so I could at least make sure he doesn't get injured anymore. And I think about that because there are some people out there right now that's watching. You're going to be successful with or without a mentor. It's just in your DNA. But here's the secret. With a mentor – that you might save hours and hours of mistakes and going the wrong direction when a mentor could stand there with a detour sign saying, look, turn right here. Like, switch this lane. Go this way. And so here's the thing. If you don't have a physical mentor, pick up a book. Like, Dale Carnegie could be your mentor. Like I mean, he's not here anymore, but he's written numerous books that that gives you ideas of how you can save valuable time from bumping your head. This guy has made Mm – tons of money he has helped other people develop he has a dell carnegie uh training class that people i've done it um and and let me just say that you don't have to if you're like well yeah but i can't afford a mentor or i can't i don't know a good person man grab a book that's what mike and i do and then we talk about those books and they 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 come to life for us you know so anyway that's my two cents man this is again mentorship is a strong subject for me so
0: We talk about, uh, and I talked about it on my last podcast all the time, the Brightside Podcast. Um, The quality of your question determines the quality of the answer Mm -hmm. that you get. Yeah. So I want to ask you a good question. Um, What if somebody were to say to you, I don't need mentorship. I can do it all on my own. Why do you always want to mentor? Why, you know, and I get everything that you just said, but I can do this on my own. Mm -hmm. I've made it this far. And I'll keep doing good for myself. I can, I can do amazing. You mm-hmm. know, I don't need a mentor. I don't need other people to tell me what to do. What would be your response? Well, that, that? I mean, that,
1: and you know, that's that's a valid question because uh, again, I deal with some really strong-minded people that like they're business owners. And mm-hmm. and at one point, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like I w- when I first uh, was raised to the rankings of, um, I was actually over in office of about a hundred people, and uh, uh, probably about five five of those people were absolutely, to- I mean, like, I knew their salary, and one of them made half a million dollars, like, easily. And here I am, you know, a young kid, in in a sense, in his eyes, and now I'm sitting at the head of a table, having to, my job, one of my job was to encourage, mentor, and coach these people. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, how am I going to do that? Like, this dude can pretty much run circles around me. <laughs> what am I going to do and what value am I going to bring to this guy? But I just said the word, value. So here's here's what it is. You, In the absence of value, the only thing that matters is price. If you go to a grocery store, you're like, oh, my God, like I don't see the value in paying $5 for a gallon of milk. But if you have a bowl of cereal and you're hungry and you want cereal and there's no milk, I would probably pay 10 bucks for that gallon because I want the cereal, yep. the demand, right? Well, here's the thing. If you value getting to the next level and and if you value uh, reducing the amount of pain that it takes to get there, mm-hmm. then a mentor is is a no-brainer. And the reason being is because here's some things that I've learned in life that there's no substitute for. There's no substitute for experience and there's no substitute for um, the knowledge that you gain from the experience. And so I I have I look at some people and I say, man, I would never want to go through what this person's going through. Mm -hmm. And then I have I've had uh, people come to me and say, man, Mike, I pray for you a lot because I would not want to go through what you've gone through. But the truth is, is that, you know, my grief and my walk in life you can't you can't compare yours to mine because the way I deal with it is different than you, but my problem is no greater than your problem because it still affects you emotionally, it still affects you financially it still directs the path that you're going. My point is this: a mentor that is qualified and again we're talking about qualified mentors, not just some guy that's just talk- speaking into your life that's you know that may be that may be a peer or that may be just a friend of yours. A mentor is someone that has gone through some things, that has lived life, and that's willing to share his or her experiences with you for one reason and one reason only. Because they, and this is going to sound so much like your parents, I don't want you to make the same mistakes that (laughs) I made, right? I want you to do better than me. And a real mentor is cheering you on to even go higher than they I mean, look at yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. That's a good example. Like Steve Jobs, man, if you don't know Steve, come on, man, like you got a smartphone, probably an Apple phone, but look at what Zuckerberg is has accomplished just because Steve Jobs poured into him. Mm-hmm. So maybe he maybe he has this attitude, and I doubt it, but maybe he's thinking, well, I could have did it without Steve Jobs. Like, I would have done it anyway. But I assure you, if you interview Mark Zuckerberg, he's going to accredit his mentor, for a majority of, of his success. And and I do too, like I credit people that have touched my life. And I hope that people would do the same for me because for me, the ultimate honor is somebody saying, I'm here, I'm at, I'm winning a Grammy because my friend Michael first taught me guitar when I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. I'm a Grammy winning <clears throat> artist. How would that make you feel knowing, I planted a seed in this young man when he was 10 years old and now he's a grammy artist or a skate a national skateboarding champion because I taught mm-hmm. him how to do a, a alley or something you know what i mean so uh, mentorship guys is to me next level stuff and if you're 20 years old watching this and you're like yeah but i don't have anything to to bring to to the table yet that's not true that everybody has a story and uh, yep. everybody's working on their book right now so your experiences are enough to help somebody else that may be struggling along the way.
0: you know? So he, here's, I've heard it said like this, the two components of change. It's all narrowed down to if somebody's gonna change, it always comes down to these two things. And it's it's two, uh, two, two very simple things that, anytime somebody changes, it's always gonna have one or the other. What's in it for me improved mm-hmm. beyond a reasonable doubt. And that's the biggest reason why I provided the statistics That's proof. We can see numbers don't lie. Me and you, we're proof. Yeah. All the uh, legends, if you will, all the history, if you will, that's proof. There is proof that mentoring is not just something good to do. Okay. Mm. It is not just something like, like it's, it's good to like, okay, for example, to bring the shopping cart back to the little, you know, area where it goes or whatever, um, I used to be the person that everybody hates, yeah, I would just leave it, yeah, but I just decided you know what it's just good to do it's just good to bring it back, and maybe you too, yeah, don't bring it back, yeah, but hey, you know that's okay it's just it's a good thing to do, and if you don't do it that's fine there's going to be a lot of people that hate on you, <laughs> but because it might be like in their parking spot, it might be in the way, and then it puts more work on the work of the employee, but we just know that's just something good to do, Wow, that reminds me so much um is uh, uh,
1: someone that I've, a mentor told me one time uh, years ago that there are two type of people. There's two people in the world. There are people that sweep the corners and there's people that sweep in the corners. And let me explain that. If if your parents told you, hey, here's a broom, go sweep the kitchen. Are you the guy that gets all under the corners and puts it all in a dustpan and throws it all away? Or are you just the guy that just, oh, mm. there's there's a speck of dust over there, I'll just leave it. Uh, it's no big deal. And you might think what's the big deal? it's just trash, it's just dirt, but discipline you're setting yourself up for what he's saying, leaving a shopping cart didn't start by you just feeling like i don't I don't want to move it all the way back across the parking lot it's it's cold, it's hot, it's raining. That starts from a young age of yep. not sweeping the corners and just getting in a habit of the easiest route sometimes man the the path and this is another reason why you need a mentor because sometimes the path that you're going down you could be doing the right thing you could be doing the right thing every day and even jesus even promises this life you know being saved or being delivered or or being in church doesn't guarantee a perfect life it doesn't guarantee Mm -hmm. a life where there's it's not rain it's not cold it's not you know um tragedies i mean Nothing is you're not guaranteed to have an amazing life, or I should say, um, a stress-free life. That's what I should say. So, mentorship is more than just somebody telling you what to do or saying, "Hey, look, you should be go put the shopping cart back." Mentorship is developing a mindset of to me of leadership because again, you bringing a shopping cart back doesn't it doesn't mean there's employees that that come out and pick those carts up. It's not about that. It's about the fact that you number one realize that it's the right thing to do just like Michael said. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that's an unseen character, you know, thing. When if I see somebody, you know, open the door for a lady, I'm like, "Wow, mm-hmm. somebody taught that young man, you know, how to yeah. the right, right chivalry or right from wrong." And some people say, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's nobody does that anymore." No, if it's in you, like I have a I have a habit of calling people sir and ma'am and I even mm-hmm. have people that are my same age and they say my please don't call me that makes me feel old but the problem is is that it's been it's been instilled in me since I was like 2 years old that this is the proper way that you address a, a man or a woman and so was that a mentorship probably so it, it came from my grandfather which he was a mentor of mine so a lot of who we are now came from somebody and at the same token, we're gonna switch roles here because Michael and I always do this. We're gonna play devil's advocate because what if you had here? I'm a, a good, good answer, good question <laughs> opportunity. What if you had our viewers out there had a parent, a grandparent, a friend, a teacher, mm-hmm. a coach, a band director that was negative, that implanted these negative, that was a mentor, but they were just not the most positive mentor. How can you shake that? Because those habits are still uh, persistent today. So what are some ideas on that?
0: Well, and like I was saying, uh, is that, you know, being mentored is more than just doing a good thing. Yeah. Like we know it's just it's good to open the door for somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's good to say yes, sir, yes, ma'am. It's it's good to put the shopping cart back. It's it's good to, you know, iron your shirt. There's a lot of good things to do. Yeah. Right? But having a mentor goes beyond just a good thing to do, like you're saying. It it may be there may be some stuff like uh, some blinders that you have, some blind spots, mm. is what we always call it in leadership. That unless you have a mentor with you, you might not ever know. Mm. You might you might think I have it all figured out. I'm good. I don't need you know. I, I'm doing in, in your mind. You think you're good, but there's things that it's going to take another human being. Like, e- even if you do all the things right, and even if you take a step back and are constantly looking at your life, there is still some things that a mentor can look at you and be like, Hey, I see you. Okay. I see everything that you're doing. You're doing great. You're doing really good. Mm-hmm. But if you tweak this one thing, it will greatly change your life. In fact, um, I thought I was doing good, okay, until in the past year I got mentorship yeah, from a guy. yeah. And you know the first thing he did? He had me take, and we talked about it, yeah. he had me take like five or six uh, personality assessments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm starting to figure out all this stuff about myself, like why I am the way that I am and and some ways that I can deal with other personalities that conflict with the way that I am and some things that I can do, you know, but all that came from a mentor. And today on this show, we've given you proof beyond a reasonable doubt on the value of it. And if anything's valuable, it's worth looking into. Oh yeah. And then what's in it for you and what's in it for you is that it could be the one, like, I love this question. What one thing, if, if you, if you changed it and it got better would make the biggest impact. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you might not even know, but if yeah. you get a mentor, that's what's in it for you.
1: Well, you know, even the, even the level of, you know, um, I would just say this, even the, mm-hmm. it, some of, some of us even are at a ceiling where you've mm-hmm. done great by mm-hmm. yourself. Like you've, 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 uh, you've practiced, uh, an instrument, You've you've read a couple books here and there that's gotten you to the next level. You may be on track to be the valedictorian at your school, you know who knows. But I'll say this: if you're if you're at a ceiling and you feel like that, like I I hear so many people say, you know, I, I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm operating at a level of excellence. I feel, but what's the what's the next level? Is there a next level? And the, the truth is, is that sometimes what you need is is a mentor because Again, a person telling you, listen, if you would just do one, two, three, then you would be at
0: the next level. Uh, I want to interject. No, please, here. please. We're talking about ceiling and basement. I've heard you yeah. say it a lot. Yeah. And here's the coolest thing about mentorship. Their ceiling becomes your basement. Yes. And your ceiling that you have right now, um, they they can raise your ceiling. Okay. So and that's the deal with mentorship, is that it's like a baton, it's it's like a baton race. It's like, you know, I'm a mentor, but here's all all of my ideas, my brain, yeah, my everything in this baton. It represents everything that I've achieved and how I've done that up to this point. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Open yeah. up your hand. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There it's yours now. Take it further than I did. And and you know, you are your starting point from a mentor is where they left off. That's the coolest thing about mentors. So You know, that's why the criteria of finding a mentor is so important because you don't want to get mentorship. And people do it whether they realize it or not. Oh, yeah. You're being mentored by somebody. Yeah. Make sure it's the right person. Yeah. Make sure it's a baton that you want to take. That's why they always say, change, uh, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And you made a good point earlier. You said, are they really a mentor or are they just friends and peers? Yeah. You know, because a mentor – is not just a friend. They're they're you know they're not just somebody who, um, is along for the ride. They're somebody to put NOS yeah. in your ride. They're somebody who's gonna supercharge your ride. They're somebody who is gonna help you go from neutral or reverse to like drive or like shift it up to like overdrive into the you know a whole other realm of gears that you didn't even know was possible. Like this whole other threshold because they're pushing the bar. They're pushing your yeah. level of what's what's you know what you're able to accomplish because they're showing you they've paved the way and they're showing you the steps to take to go down that route yeah so I dude mentorship is like I just can't believe when I encounter people and they're like I don't need yeah I don't need no mentor (laughs) I don't need no stinking mentor yeah I'm I'm just like yeah you do yeah you do everybody does and there's no shame in it it's no shame and
1: I'll I'll tell you that What's just even like I've heard people say you know they don't want a therapist because it's they feel like oh man there's nothing wrong with me but you know the most successful people that have therapists they go to a therapist when nothing is wrong with them mm-hmm. like it's not i heard a pastor say one time go to marriage counseling and um people say well, but I, but my marriage is fine and say yeah but go to marriage counseling because you go when like you don't come to church just when things are wrong i hope not you come to church things are good too so but i was gonna make a point man that you know here's here's my aha from this whole episode is that if you walk into a room and you're the smartest guy in that room then you need to go into another room because if you're gonna grow you have to like seriously you have to be willing to rub elbows with people that are so much more like if I walked into this church and there are musicians here that are like on a su- another level, then I'm in the right room because I don't want to always be the most talented, the smartest, the the most ambitious person in the room. It, it it brings me back to a story I heard one time about a college athlete that he was he was the number one football recruit in his, in his area, his high school number one, he dominated in his division and in his part of, of Texas. And he was doing an interview, and he went to a Division One school, and I, I want to say it was like Texas Tech or something to that, Baylor or something to that effect. And he said, man, he, he they said, what's your biggest shock from going from high school to Division One ball? And he said that whenever I walked in a room Every athlete was the most recruited, Mm. was the number one athlete in their high school. Every athlete. He goes, so I was no longer a giant walking amongst little people. Now I'm equal to these other people that are just as talented. And he said that brought his game to another level. He said that's what it was. So if you don't need a mentor, great. But if you're consistently the smartest person in the room that you're in, then maybe you're in the wrong room. Because how are you going to ever grow when everybody else is looking at you answers you have to surround yourself with people that are more talented more smarter more gifted more everything and then you're going to notice your game to start start to go up
0: yeah yeah that's that's great a great encouragement and great advice not always the easiest to do no but I think like uh you know I was saying earlier don't be intimidated Mm. be motivated Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's probably yes. what happened to the football player. Yeah, he at some point he probably had a mentor. who yeah. told him something like that? Hey, if you're around people who are more yeah. talented than you, what can you learn from them? You know, and and I would imagine with a football team of that level, they're constantly showing each other everything that they've learned up to that point. Yeah, so that the whole is greater than the one. Oh yeah, you know, um, like Michael Jordan. Yeah, you yeah. know, he yeah. realized if he wanted his team to get to the next level he wasn't just the greatest of all time that team yeah was the greatest of all time right you know and they won how many championships yeah, oh yeah, yeah. seven or yeah. eight or something yeah. I mean you know because he made a decision he realized you know what I, he was gonna mentor his team. Yeah, he was gonna show them how to practice right, show them how to exercise right, you know. And, and then we see, like, go watch The Last Dance. It's one of the greatest, most encouraging, inspiring documentaries I've ever seen. And not only that, but you know, mm. he did, he chose not to party too. Mm-hmm. He would be in the room thinking about the game. Yeah, when everybody else is partying, he he was like, you know what? I don't I don't want to. And I just it really stuck out to me that. You know, that had to come from somewhere. That that had to – that mindset yeah. had to come from somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I would be interested to know who his Yoda was. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I'm sure I, – I, I maybe wanna, you know a little bit about Well, him.
1: I think I, at uh, NC, um, you know, he went to North Carolina. And when I was out in North Carolina, like – they they I like Michael Jordan is is it man like you when you land and you're like right there by Chapel Hill where he went to college like everything is Michael Jordan even <laughs> now and so I I want to say it goes back to his basketball coach like um and and obviously he was kicked off the high school basketball team so it probably wasn't his high school coach but I yeah. think when he got to college his coach, like, took him under his wing. And, of course, we can do research, but there's always somebody. The greats always had somebody. And you even mentioned before we even started recording Rocky. Like, everybody knows Rocky Balboa. Like, you know, Mickey. Mickey was his mentor, the old guy, you know. And and Mickey, even as Rocky progressed to, like, Rocky 6, 7, and 8, whatever, however many uh, versions of that movie, he always would reminisce about the things that Mickey planted. Mm -hmm. And Mickey was his foundation. Like Mike Tyson, same thing with Mike Tyson. Like this guy was out of control. Like he was in New York, like beating everybody up. And he, a mentor found him and said, dude, you've got so much talent. You just have raw talent. I'm going to show you how to turn that into a profession where your aggression can be used for good. Make you money, but also make you a star. And Mike Tyson followed his lead and Mm. everybody knows who he is. So you can always – find somebody that's successful, and go backwards and say, who developed this person? And there's always a person. There's a Yoda. There's here's always one. a Yoda. Karate Kid. Yeah.
0: Mr. Miyagi. <laughs>
1: Mr. Miyagi was there. That's yeah. a great example because everybody mm-hmm. remembers the wax on, wax on off scene. And this is somebody that, and here's another thing, if you are in mentorship and you're not understanding, why does this guy continue to have me doing this? these fundamentals? Like the funniest thing about music is that, I'm just gonna say this learning learning as I learned to play drums, it was so boring because I'm like, this is not this is not fun. this is not what I see like these rock drummers doing like they're doing all these tricks and flipping sticks and I'm like, that's what I want to do. And the person that taught me was like, yeah but if you don't get the basics down you're never going to be able to do that same thing with scales i'm sure scales are born you want to man i don't want to do this i want to do a solo but guess what if you don't have the scales down how are you going to ever get to that next level so for me man if if you are learning the basics enjoy it
0: because that is the beginning of greatness right right well we always close out this show yeah with a quote by Albert Einstein, you cannot change your thinking, uh, problems, you yeah. cannot change your problems with the same thinking yeah. that you use when you created them. Yeah, man. It takes different thinking. And I hope that today we have given, I know, I don't, <laughs> I don't even hope, I just know. I know too. I yeah. just know that this, whoever's listening to this, this is a breakthrough episode. This, this is. This is one that like... Uh, probably I would say I can attest to my biggest success and everything is by having Yodas in my life. Absolutely. Yodas and Mr. Miyagi's. Yeah.
1: So, so honestly, to land the plane per se, man, you, I challenge everybody to, if you don't have that and your mindset is, I don't, I don't need that. Do this, find a mentor, learn everything you can from them in one year, give yourself one year. If. It wasn't what you thought it was. Or if you're like, yeah, see, I told you I didn't need it. I'm still successful without this person. Then go back to who you were before. But what if that mentor gets you to the next level? And that's the
0: breakthrough that you needed. Well, on that note, breakthrough. What did we talk about? One of the things that you can do for breakthrough. Yeah. Imagine. Oh, yeah. Imagine the life that you want to live. There you go. Okay. If money wasn't an issue, if education wasn't an issue, if you could snap your fingers and do anything that you wanted to do, maybe having a mentor can help you get that life that you've always imagined maybe what if what if you know and if you don't try it
1: yeah could be the you'll missing never component know. man it could you'll be never exactly know. what you need if you, if need. you yeah.
0: never try it you'll never know never know like Coldplay fix you the song fix you if you man. never try you'll never know you know and it's I think like Albert Einstein he just started doing experiments because he was like what would it be like to yeah. travel with light well then that you know when we ask ourselves a question we begin to find solutions and answers to that question our mind literally does this so what would ask yourself what is the life that you want to live you know and what decisions are you going to make to get there so we hope that you guys enjoyed this show and on that note yeah thanks for checking out another episode of the one more idea podcast thank y'all